Backloggers, welcome back to another bite-sized episode of the Backlog Breakdown, where today, uh, the, well, my name is Josh. If you know, if you know me, I'm one of the, the typical co-hosts of the Backlog Breakdown, uh, and I'm here solo today uh, to just interact. The, the, we had some interaction um, on the last episode, the last main episode that we did to end off our, our Martroidvania <laughs> or whatever we want to call it. Um, I asked about the future of the Castlevania franchise and what would you do um, if you wanted to continue Castlevania? How would you create a new game? Would you go back to the old style? Do you think it's ripe for that? Of course, there's Bloodstained, you know, that kind of does something along those lines. Or uh, are you going to propel it forward and go into a new era, something like the way that Zelda has kind of reinvented itself here on the Switch and the Wii U? Um, you know, that, that question, I'm, I'm just curious because we haven't seen a Castlevania game in a long time outside of something like Bloodstained, which is a spiritual survivor, spiritual survivor, spiritual successor in those lines. Um, so we had some responses in our discord channel and I'd love to just interact with those, um, because I have an interesting idea or at least what I thought was interesting that I'd like to share kind of at the end of this episode here. So uh, I'm, I'm just going to go through some of these replies here. So TPD, DPT Basement says, to my shame, I haven't gotten into any of the Castlevania games, through, although Symphony of the Night is on my to playlist and has been for some time. Now, I have to say, and, and for the first few responses, which are actually pretty similar to this one, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. That's that's really all I have to say. Um, but no, I, th- I think I talked about it on on the main episode. But uh, Symphony of the Night was like my first Castlevania game that I played outside of like the original on an arcade machine at Chuck E. Cheese. Like it's it's the first game that I seriously got into in the series. And then I've since played you know one and four, or excuse me, one and three and four um, as I've gotten older. Uh, so it, it wasn't really a serious like. Although I consider it a classic series, it's not one that I got super into until I was older. Although I did play, you know, the Game Boy Advance games and DS games, some of those in there um, when I was getting back into handheld gaming. So really, I went to those before I went all the way back to play through those. Um, And, you know, the modern Castlevania collection helps a lot if you want to play some of those classic games. So uh, all that to say is I totally get it. Um, and, And I had even replied, I said, don't feel bad because we all have our games of shame. There's just way too many good games to play. And also I'm stoked for when you do get around to playing it. Like, I think it's going to be awesome. I think you're really going to like it because I think it's a really good game. Um, but yeah, don't feel bad. It's it's totally fine. Um, but again, some of the, the other replies were very similar. Uh, we had our man uh, across the pond. That's, that's not true. Halfway across the world, um, Nick, uh, sorry, Porcho in our Discord. He said the only game, the only one he's played is the Nintendo 64 game when he was a kid and he doesn't remember liking it. And uh, to that, I just say I am so sorry that that is your only interaction with the series because, whew, those are, those are some games. You know, N- Nintendo 64 didn't, uh, it didn't exactly age very gracefully. Um, we can all recognize that. Early 3D games don't aged very well in general and uh this was not even a particularly good game and so yikes i'm sorry uh then we've got our uh our good buddy wes who says i don't really like castlevania 
okay. Okay. That's a take. No, no, that's, that's fine. Again, not everything is not for everybody. That's, that's totally fine. Um, you know, we just have different tastes here and that's okay. You don't have to like Castlevania. Uh, and I'm not going to give you grief for that. That's totally fine. Um, okay. We got, uh, Bergen, 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 I don't Bergen. I think Bergen, 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 Bergen. Uh, he says that he's been playing Rondo of Blood and he really likes that. Let's go back to that because it's heckin' fun. Um, so that, yeah, that's his answer is let's go back to the days of, and frankly, these are some of the best. Rondo of Blood is probably the best kind of classic style Castlevania game. So, um, yeah, awesome, awesome. I mean, that would, that would be a lot of fun. Um, it'd be interesting to think like, would you change anything up? Like, how would you make it unique? Or would you just say, meh, it doesn't need to be unique. Like, let's just do, uh, let's just do Rondo of Blood again. Do that. Um, you know, there's branching pathways through the levels and, and some secret stuff going on in the game and just make it brutally hard. <laughs> That's fine too. Um, you know, that, that could be fun. It would, I would think it would be one of those like double A games where it's not a, it's not a full price game. Um, you know, the other game that I was thinking of that, that hadn't been brought up is the blood, bloodstained, uh, curse of the moon games where those kind of take some classic elements as well. They're kind of uh, spiritual successors to the original kind of classic formula. Those are really good games too. If you want to go check those out. Um, okay. What else do we have here? Um, we've got two more, two more replies. Um, one is from our, our good buddy, the artist currently known as the Techno Funk Boy. Uh, he says, I don't agree with new games being made, so I'm fine with it not going anywhere. And uh, okay, uh, that, that, that's take. <laughs> no, that's, that's fine that you have that opinion. Um, and I, you know, I, I think I brought this up in the episode is that like, I don't know that I can trust Konami with the IP anymore anyway. So that might actually be best <laughs> to just let it rest, let it die, uh, not resurrect it like Dracula's corpse every few years. Um, you know, just have it go away for now and, and just do kind of these spinoff series. That's fine too. Um, but my question is where you would take it. So that kind of just sidesteps the whole question, which is fine. Um, but Paul does say, uh, seriously, Symphony of the Night was the last game in the series that he played and the others in its style somewhat interest him, but they aren't on his list anytime soon, which I know is weird because I adore Symphony of the Night, but I'm okay with it just being this moment of brilliance and leave it there. You know what? I can respect that. I can respect the restraint of not wanting to get into any lesser games in the series because you've played one of the best that it has to offer. Um, yeah, that's, that's a good take. That's a good take. Um, while I don't necessarily agree because I want more, <laughs> I don't know. And it's a cool thought experiment. And again, we'll get to it later, kind of my pitch for it. And, and actually, you know what? Our next, uh, our next reply from John O'Spark kind of goes along the same lines of what I was thinking. Okay. He says, Ega framed Symphony of the Night as a sequel to Rondo of Blood. Yeah. Uh, part of the issue with Castlevania is that the Belmont era is over. The Sorrow Games ended Dracula's um, let's just say arc because there's a little bit of a spoiler there. So at least narratively, they'd need a reboot or to do something else. So from a story perspective, you know, if you are to continue Castlevania games, you'd have to go somewhere else um, because of what it's done with the Belmonts. And he says, that's pretty much what Jojo had to deal with and what Metroid is dealing with now. That's interesting. Haven't played Dread yet. So uh, that's, that's interesting to know. Uh, makes me want to play Dread, man. Uh, okay. So he says, gameplay-wise, I'd love to see Castlevania or Bloodstained 
take on the roguelite genre in earnest. So that would be pretty cool. Now that makes me think, you know, what, what, in, in frankly, something like Rogue Legacy is, it reminded me of Castlevania, kind of the style of Symphony of the Night. Um, so maybe along those lines, um, of course, flesh that out a lot more to make it true Castlevania. Um, but that's, that's cool. That's a cool idea. I like that, John Ospark. John Ospark. Um, and, th- and then after that, he says, or they can go in the Dark Souls direction. Uh, I really enjoyed the games where you could do different builds, which changed how you approached the game. So this was actually what I was thinking. And of course it was, you know what, I bring up Dark Souls all the time because I really love the series. And it's kind of obvious. Um, But I was thinking, how do you do a 3D Castlevania game well? Uh, Because there are a lot of, not necessarily failed attempts, okay? Maybe you could say that about the Nintendo 64 games. Um, But at least not, not very well received attempts at 3D Castlevania. So as I was thinking about how you would want to pull that off, this was my take, and I pitched this to Nate as well uh, when we recorded our full episode, is I would take Dark Souls and meld that with Metroid Prime. Okay, and what I mean by that is you take the, the fighting mechanics, the RPG elements from Dark Souls, okay? So you've got that base of, of combat from Dark Souls, and the and and somewhat the world of Dark Souls, and you meld that with the um, puzzle solving and the abilities that you get from Metroid Prime. Not that it would be a shooter; it it would essentially you know feel similar to Dark Souls in in combat. It would be you know that sh- mostly short range combat, but you would get different abilities the way that you do in Metroid Prime, and there would be other things, other upgrades and abilities that would be locked behind walls and in doors and, and different things based on the abilities that you're getting throughout the game. So then it becomes more of almost something like, you know, I've, I've played it, I'm sure there are other examples that may even be better, but something like Neo, where you have a more robust um, uh, set of abilities and skills that you can gain within the game. Um, and of course, it being a Castlevania taking from something like Symphony of the Night where you can have all different kinds of equipment that changes your play style while you're getting these new abilities. I mean, can you imagine like Dark Souls with a double jump? I mean, that's that even that kind of like, okay, how would you use that in the midst of battle? And and you would, if you're taking from Dark Souls, if you're taking from Neo, you'd have to think through, you know, the different fights that you have. They could get pretty ruthless for sure. Um, but I think that would be a really interesting take on the series if you pull from those different sources. Obviously, there's a lot to hash out there. There's a lot of details that you would have to kind of balance in order to do that. Um, but that's what I would like to see out of this series is is taking those elements. And I think that would make a more um, refined 3D version of Castlevania. Um, I mean, you can use that same kind of hokey horror aesthetic, the gothic horror, um, which, you know, Dark Souls plays into as well. But I think you could do a lot more, um, a lot of different kinds of, of areas. And again, Dark Souls along takes those lines. It doesn't have to be as dark as something as Dark Souls, um, but it would be a si- somewhat similar aesthetic while traveling to different places uh, i hadn't thought about anything in terms of story <laughs> but in terms of of combat and the way that the world would be designed um 
Of course, Dark Souls, you know, you have different paths that you can take and open up as you progress. But I would imagine that those gates, you know, the gating through the different worlds would be based on the abilities that you're getting throughout the game. And I just think that would be a really interesting take on the future of Dark Souls. Now, again, do I really uh, think Konami is up for something like that? Because that's going to take a lot of development <laughs> in order to do it well. And and frankly, this is coming from someone who still has never touched Elden Ring. Um, so maybe Elden Ring has some of these elements that I'm thinking of. Um, I, I don't think it has necessarily abilities in the same way uh, because and the Dark Souls series doesn't traditionally have many abilities. It has different equipment that affects you know some of the things that you do, but not... Um, not in the same way as as a, as an ability like a double jump, you know, or or you know special kinds of of things that you can do and, and just get creative with that. Maybe pull from some of the abilities in uh, in Breath of the Wild, you know. Take some more of that Zelda influence that that uh, that the creator of Symphony of the Night was saying that he was trying to do. I, I believe that was Iga. Could be wrong there. Um, so those are my thoughts. Those are my takes. If you've got more to say i'd love to hear it you know if, if you want to kind of go down this rabbit hole with me of what what could this series be or if you just got another classic series that maybe that has gone dormant for a while that you want to see um, that you have an idea on how to bring back i'd love to hear it tons of ways you can get in touch with us so um check out the show notes and i'll catch you guys later Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Backlog Breakdown. If you want to join in the conversation, you can email us at thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, The Backlog Book Club, on Facebook. And on Twitter, our handle is at BBDownCast. Of course, you can also catch Nate and I on our social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and the GG app. I go by Broccolope, that's spelled B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E, and Nate goes by Nate underscore McKeever. Till next time, loggers, you keep beating down those backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits.